Welcome to Revive Ministry Podcast. We're beginning a new theme this month. It's called Breaking Free to Healing. Freedom and healing are elements that a lot of times can can cultivate um, an environment that may healing may occur. A lot of times we may call it a safe place. Marcus Aurelius um, once quoted, "If you are dis- in, if you are distressed by anything external, the pain is not due to the things itself, but your estimate of it." And this, you have power to revoke at any moment. Breaking free to healing may be more internally than externally, and change is inevitable. But how we choose to adapt to those choices, to choose that, is our choice alone. I had today I have a new guest. Um, I, I, if I butcher your name, I apologize. It's <laughs> Anze Tuminski. So um, he's here to join us to kind of share his insight. Thank you so much for being part of this. Well, thank you for having me. Um, yeah, you got it right. The name was, it's actually Anja in Slovenian, but it's fine. And then you only, there's one O too much, but that's fine. We can fix that later on. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. No, you're um, good. Don't worry. Well, um, I just want to share with those listening, um, Disclaimer, if you're in the United States and you're in crisis, please seek appropriate professional help, 1-800-273-8255. Wherever you are around the world, I do encourage you to find what resources, even though they're little, resources look come in all shapes and sizes. I start off with a quote because I know people say it better than I do. Helen Keller says it this way. She says, although the world is full of suffering, it, it is also it is full of also the, the overcoming of it. What comes to mind when you hear this quote, Andre? I mean, just just the overall um, motivation that regardless there is bad and there is suffering, there is the other side, um, which is kind of where I am the last few years being at the side that I was coming from. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, just something. And I mean, really simple quote, yet it, it, yeah. it, it sums up you know so simple and i love it yeah and i feel a lot you know knowing a little about helen keller and the context she Mm -hmm. was blind all her life and she's saying this yeah and and it's just amazing how even people who are limited they always find a way through it Um, sometimes like you Mm -hmm. said um you coming on the other side of it there's this one word in welsh (laughs) i don't know if i'm gonna say Uh this horrible harath Harath? Am I saying it wrong? I don't know. But, but uh, I'm very, very bad with Welsh, so you're probably saying it right. <laughs> uh, it, it's a homesickness for somewhere you cannot return to. The nostalgia and grief okay. for the lost places mm-hmm. of your past, places that never were. It's funny how we mm-hmm. look at our past, and uh, sometimes we just see the hugely negative. Never things really balanced or what really happened. Sometimes that can be problematic mm-hmm. when you're moving forward. What, uh, when you hear this quote and, um, and what we're talking about, what comes to mind? And, um, and I have a follow-up question. Uh, have you experienced, mm-hmm. when you think about your own, you know, you've been through and you're going to hear about your story, but um, mm-hmm. has there been, like, roadblocks of how you saw the past that kind of prevented you to oh, move yeah. forward? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I had a I had a stage where I could literally I couldn't move on because I felt like I pretty much threw away my life. 
and mm. to kind of get over that block and to move forward and to realize that um, perhaps you know there's other way of looking at things but not only that also realizing that I did not throw away my life I did do some things and you know sometimes mm. you, you do have to kind of look at it differently but yeah I can yeah that's definitely one of the huge like <laughs> step on this whole journey yeah and you know a good piggybacking on that what has helped you move past some of these things and uh, that were negative in life and what did not help you know sometimes we have these grand ideas i want to move past it and somewhere helpful uh-huh. what worked what was that for you i mean the the helpful one was definitely looking at it objectively um you know like for example um I'm kind of a person that always takes loads of pictures, even though not like 20 pictures in one day. But if I go to places, I will take a picture or two. Mm-hmm. And even mm-hmm. now I'm doing it more, especially with the events and stuff like that. So I kind of went when I had this stage, I said, OK, you know what? Let's clear some of the stuff from the past. So I went onto my Google Photos where I had the mm-hmm. pictures from 2010 and I looked at all the pictures and I kind of realized that a lot of my memory memories were kind of like um not blocked but kind of like distorted in a way i i was thinking that this and this happened but really no this and this happened and they were actually happy faces rather than (laughs) just my perception of oh yeah no this was horrible this was horrible so that was definitely one thing um but then the other thing i just i think ultimately um i kind of let it go because mm. I mean, at the end of the day, it's the past, um, and it is hard to move from the past, especially if you're dealing with, um, you know, something else, as in grief or you know, um, a feelings that are much, much hard, much more harder to let go. But um, I think ultimately, you have to realize that if you do want to grow, um, you have to kind of let it go, and you have to accept that there is no way you, you, you know, you fix the past. Um, it's mm. also it's just what we hear me and you and that's mm. it you cannot mm. you don't want to spend too much time thinking about the future but you do mm. have to kind of realize what you've been through if it makes yeah. sense and i feel like a lot of times um it's good to learn from your past but not stay there um mm-hmm. but that's mm-hmm. simply said but at the same time um, yeah. Sometimes those times in the past, you're like, why did this happen? I feel sometimes, at least for me and what I've seen with those who I've worked with, is that mm-hmm. this this idea that we have to make it, per se. You know, the journey we forget mm-hmm. about. It's like the, we mm-hmm. don't give us any... any <laughs> any um flexibility or grace in the past and the idea of i need some time to get over some of this i was you know sometimes people mm-hmm. who want to quit like even cigarette smoking nicotine and there's a lot of times you fail you know a lot of times you fail in the beginning yeah. and, and, and 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 at the same time you know sometimes when you're at least about to do something that's tough maybe it's work or something sometimes if you just think about it and you think about it, like you said objectively it doesn't make it easier but your mind gets prepared for it like if you just try to go in blind you're just and a lot of this is kind of it's the journey you don't get there quickly there's no like cheat codes to a lot of it so a lot of times it's just saying sometimes for me it's like value is a lot of times not value <laughs> sometimes we're like yeah. we don't we don't value yeah. our time one of the biggest things i had to work on is boundaries you know, sometimes they're like, mm-hmm. I have to, I have to be like, I have to pick up this phone now. I have to do this. Why? 
you know i don't give myself present time or the space mm-hmm. to kind of process a lot of these changes in our lives and yeah. that's the one thing that happens there's a lot of changes and i think when we look at at least for me yeah i made some mistakes in the past but they don't define me and there's no destination besides the journey of getting better and mm-hmm. when we start grasping on the idea of value and mm-hmm. say you know what my time matters so you know i'm gonna I'm going to set this time aside for me to reflect and be objective mm-hmm. of what I want to do better at. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, absolutely. There's this one quote from Adam Braun. He says, true self-discovery begins where comfort zone ends. <laughs> Isn't, yeah. that true? Isn't that true? Yeah. yeah. So it, it, it kind of, sorry, I'll just be a quick one. I, it kind of, I feel like it takes you a while to realize that. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not like one of those where it's like, okay, um, you know, I'm just going to do this and then this happens. It, it feels like you have to slowly push, push, push. And then there is actually this end of comfort zone. And then when you do this extra push, that's when the result starts kicking back, right? Yeah. I almost feel like it's like, I don't know, it's, it's kind of hard to explain. But yeah, this this is definitely important. I think it's also like, I'm not a parent myself, but I think it's even harder for parents if they see their child and mm-hmm. they're struggling and you know it's called i call it the shoelace dilemma like it's easier mm-hmm. to tie their shoelaces and get out the door than to have them do it and um yeah. i feel for us we don't give ourselves enough time mm-hmm. and um you're right you know it's it takes a long time i this quote you can't read it and say, I understand it. Now I get it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> That's what oh. I'm going to do. No, it's not going to work out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's a lot of awkwardness. It's a lot of, oh, my goodness, what's why did I do that? But also being forgiving not only to the situation but to yourself <laughs> because, yeah. you know, you're learning too. You know, there's certain yeah. – I know I have strengths and I definitely have weaknesses just like everyone mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so this quote, you know um, – kind of leads me to where i want to go with you i want to hear from you and sh- mm-hmm. those listening to hear your story a little bit um and andre you wouldn't mind to share a bit of your story what what made you passionate to start this oh how long have you been doing this um i mean so i kind of went public in a way sort of towards <laughs> the end of last year so that'll be around um november i would say okay um the idea kind of uh, you know, stewed up in a bit in, in the summer, but I really went public with this last year in November, which would be November 2021 for anyone listening in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, what what prompted it? What, why did you... Uh... I mean, you know, for, for, for those of, of you that are listening and don't have an idea what I do, so um, in November 2021, I kind of started my own project, which is called mylastjoin.com. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea behind the project is to kind of help people uh, that do end up struggling with weed. People that um, cannot control their weed addiction, um, you know, people that relapsed already, um, people that are thinking about quitting weed, pretty much anyone in this kind of a sphere. Mm-hmm. And um, what sparked this whole project was actually my own um, addiction and experience. Um, back in my 20s, kind of um, early 20s, I started smoking weed mm. and what started as a sort of a fun social activity 
mm-hmm. soon turned out to be my enemy number one. Mm-hmm. Um, so in kind of at the spate of years, I um, the addiction got worse um, to the point where I, you know, I pretty much lost all my friends. Mm-hmm. I stopped picking up calls from my family or I stopped talking to my family in a way. Um, you know, my financial status got um, kind of to the point of really bad and um, you know just uh, all things accumulating um, and I said I had to change something mm-hmm. and from then on it kind of took me probably about um, three or four years um, mm-hmm. to kind of get to the point where I was like okay I'm sober now for so and so months mm-hmm. um, so yeah I, I'm now um, sober over two and a half years um, mm-hmm. I kind of stopped counting days to be honest mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and yeah I said you know what um, looking back to those days when I was kind of in the midst of my um, addiction I looked at different projects and different communities on the internet and there was nothing kind of a something that that would kind of um, attract me or something that I would kind of feel like I want to go in there and interact and stuff like that. There's, for example, our leaves on the Reddit. Um, mm-hmm. So I said, you know what, I I kind of want to do this. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, starting talking to the people, which is what I kind of do on my podcast, I realized that there's a lot of people out there that are having sort of same struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I kind of made my mission for the next few years to, um, mm-hmm. to grow the community and then um, hopefully make a... Um, offline if i may yeah yeah um, offline kind of a avenue as well rather than just being online because you know this is great but mm. being in being in person and talking it's, to people is a lot better yes i know it's something yeah. else so yeah, yeah that's that's pretty much my story there kind of a well, well you know i i like um similar enough i i know for uh someone coming from recovery and um mm. the idea is you know Revive Ministries, even though it has that, um, it's faith-based, but it's it's a mission. It's a medical mm-hmm. mission. I kind of mm-hmm. treat it, which means that I do not proselytize at all. My whole thing is like, if you go, if if a, if a if a Christian missionary goes to a country and they give, they give, you know, maybe a healthcare or something. But for this podcast, I I really just wanted a safe place for us to continue talking. A lot of times in church, it gets thrown under the rug and mm-hmm. doesn't really get mm-hmm. spoken about. And it doesn't matter what your background is it's about inspiring hope. And I do, it just reminds me of my journey. And at least maybe it's the same for you because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times, I guess, serving others became my healing in a weird way. Recovery was just, you know, serving others. And it just reminded me where I was, but it didn't get mm-hmm. me staying there. It helped me kind of help and just share what i could it was mm-hmm. you know i i know my story is just amongst of a sea of a million others and, mm-hmm. and but you know at the same time I, I wanted to give a platform and just it sounds similar to you that people can share not being judged just kind of share their story of healing and and, and all that and whatever that looks like because everyone has a different stage in their healing so for me i, I really appreciate someone even though coming to a different platform having the same kind of passion of mm-hmm. providing that platform for others because one thing at least i hear a lot of times is i don't feel hurt they might be in the thick mm-hmm. of it i do not feel hurt they go to support groups not all support groups are the best or 
maybe not provide the same and they just still don't feel hurt they go to the doctors um they still don't feel hurt they the, the thing is that they may just not be not the one not talking but they don't feel safe enough and i i hope mm-hmm. well, like with uh, projects like yourself and hopefully even mine that people can feel safe enough to even continue this dialogue so mm-hmm. i appreciate you yeah, i want to yeah. ask you some there must have been some notable elements you, you mentioned a lot that when you look back and that brought you today to today that you want to share that kind of helped you propel you you know mm-hmm. uh, we talked we talked about some of them but is there anything we haven't mentioned that kind of made you three years ago four years ago say you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna say i want to i want to be better today you know i'm not not there yet (laughs) i'm still have a long way to go i mean you know i kind of kind of going through this project what we call life i realized that everybody's got kind of a moral compass right yeah Um, i mean we all do these different things but deep inside we all really know whether that's good or bad for us right yeah and i will say i mean you know regardless if in your if you're in your teenage years or if you're in 20s but listen to that compass because mm-hmm. 99.9% it's right and if you want to go left but the compass is telling you to go right all what you're going to do is you're just going to do one big journey then you'll have to go right eventually mm-hmm. um so that's kind of a first one listen to your own comp- compass and um you know the second one would be probably there is no there is no short way to whatever you want to do mm-hmm. um you know when you set up to do something do it in small steps mm-hmm. and do it consistently mm-hmm. um so that's kind of a you know because in my early 20s i didn't know everything i would want i would want it now and i would want it like tomorrow and if yeah. it wouldn't be tomorrow it would be like okay i'm not doing it mm-hmm. screw it sorry yeah. but um, yeah. yeah and you know now i kind of realize okay well there's steps to it and that's the actual point because at the end of the day and you mentioned this early really well is like it's not a challenge like even quitting weight when when i talk to the people i say listen this is not a challenge there is no like i'm not going to give you a word and say you quit weight like it's a journey right you have yeah. like you have to do certain steps but you might as well like enjoy and have fun while you're doing it yeah because at the end of the day okay you quit weight and then what like, <laughs> you know yeah. yeah then i mean honestly the quitting weight is just a small step once you quit weight then you got to look yourself in the mirror and say okay now what is actually down there now i have to face all the stuff that's down there right mm. um so yeah definitely realize that there's um that there's steps small steps rather than you know just one straight line um and yeah i mean give more than you take i think that's one of the kind of a huge one i'm realizing last few years and mm. um you know i I'm not sure where this mentality is coming from, but probably perhaps social media a little bit as well uh, and all that. But, you know, the more you give, I kind of feel like it's coming back and mm. it's coming back in different avenues. So if you can give out more than you can take and um, yeah. It's... Yeah, I feel like um, sometimes we don't really realize some things that 
we don't like we try to when we try to say well i'm gonna give this much and i'm gonna receive mm-hmm. this much like a transactional mm-hmm. but there's a lot of undercurrents little subtleties you know one mm-hmm. thing someone told me was if you don't respect your own time no one else will Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's funny how that works and you know we we i spoke about it before just value is a lot of times not valued um mm-hmm. what does that look like um ask yourself why you're you're struggling and i feel when we give ourselves that time and kind of reflective moment it can be helpful moving forward and i do i do like what you said the idea that give more than you get sometimes a lot of times we we don't really see that what we're getting may not may not be what we're re- what we're really needing we mm-hmm. sometimes we need mm-hmm. we're not islands we need to connect so sometimes mm-hmm. i don't know i was humbled a lot of times during my teenage years of how not good i am at stuff like i used to mm-hmm. sing i used i still do but like i know there's a lot of great musicians i know there's mm-hmm. a lot of great athletes so is it me to be the best or is it me to be better than I was? Mm-hmm. So whatever that looked like and what does it mm-hmm. matter to me today? And I feel some of, some of the clients I work, cause I work in the mental health field. I tell them, you know, the worst I say, you know, just be better today. Does that mean just getting out of bed? Does that mean just, you know, you know, just one step. And like you said, these steps do add up. I just want to say any, um, any final thoughts you want to share with those listening, anything, uh, if they want to, reach uh, everything will be in the notes whenever mm-hmm. you want to add yeah so. i mean you know obviously with my project and everything going on if you kind of someone that is struggling with it or perhaps you know someone definitely come and check out um the website is called mylashjoin.com um we also have a podcast which is which i'm just i already um actually recorded a few videos for season two but that's coming up so um but besides the point, I actually wanted to mention something else, which I kind of forgot to know, still sort of struggling with. Like nowadays, I feel like we often compare ourselves to what's out there or what's on the social media. So mm. if you do this, stop it. The only person you have to compare is yourself. And you have mm. to compare yourself back in the day to where you are now and where you want to be. And that's it. Don't, you know, stop looking at the social media. Stop stop looking what everyone else is doing you're improving yourself and that's it and um yeah i'm still kind of struggling with that and you know i think it's mostly because i post on social media and then every now and then i get this little um you know attention grabbers in and then i go and click and i'm like okay all right okay but you know <laughs> yeah. you know how it is anyways but um yeah and that's pretty much it and i am beyond grateful for this um, I wasn't really sure what to expect, to be honest, especially <laughs> you being over the States. And that's actually my second um, podcast where I'm being a guest. So, um, yeah, I I cannot thank you enough for, for having me on and uh, giving me outlets to, to, to share my story. And um, you're doing an amazing thing. So, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you, too. Thank you for joining the discussion. And I always tell people, don't be shocked if I contact you later on in the year. Or something. I always <laughs> like I like returning guests. I, I would love feel, to. It makes me feel like I'm doing something right. <laughs> anyway. I would absolutely love to. <laughs> anyway, remember to stay uh, updated with all things Revive Ministries through the various platforms, RevivalMinistriesFL.com. All the notes, everything that um, Andre 
said will be on the notes so you can check out his website if you are interested this is goodbye from revive ministry podcast leaving with this last quote it's from neil strauss he says great things never came from comfort zones